0: So what, we watch anime, so what, we play leak? we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what, we stay in, it don't bother me, living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reat Entertainment Podcast episode 43 for uh, February 28th, 2016, with me this week we have Andrew Roa McFain.
1: I am here again.
0: And hopefully he doesn't leave early because his grandma comes over.
1: No, no, I'm here the whole time. This oh, time.
0: oh, good. And Connor Nemesis Besh.
1: So uh,
2: we might need to do all this again. You have no notes posted.
0: I posted notes.
2: I see no notes.
0: You are incorrect. Really? They're, they're they're there. Hey, he reposted them in the in the chat. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, deal with it.
2: I guess I'll just deal with it, then.
0: Yeah. Going blind. So, uh, let's start with Aroa. What games have you been playing this week? Oh, before I even ask that, of course I'm your host, Nathan Reed Spruth because we're professional. Uh, now, Aroa, what games have you been playing this week? Uh,
1: I've been playing Dynasty Warriors 8.
0: Oh, how are you liking that?
1: Um, I tried to fight Bu. Uh anybody that plays Dynasty Warriors knows. Uh... You don't fight Lu Bu on your first playthrough. I always do. Do you win? Uh, no. Do you ever win? Uh, I have in the past, but for some reason in this game, he has an attack that uh, he's basically um, here's another reference you won't get. He's a Dio, um, in that he just kind of stops time and then murders your face.
0: He's a he's a god, basically.
1: Um he's kind of retarded. Oh. Because yeah, he uh he knocked me into the air and then uh one of his muso abilities is uh to freeze you and then send <laughs> off a small nuclear bomb and oh. it eliminates all of your health. The well. only way to survive it is to either cancel it with your own muso attack, which at the state that I'm at I can't do muso attacks in the air. Right. At, or you have to have maxed out your health by playing a completely different game mode and grinding out your your preferred character.
0: Mm, The only two ways to survive it. Uh, So, uh, you're a loser. Uh,
1: Well, I mean, it was annoying
0: because that
1: was not in any of the other games. Right. But, you know, uh, it's cool. Otherwise, I like a lot of the stuff that they're doing with it. And... um, yeah, I uh I wish that I had played it a year ago when I bought it.
0: Now, what about uh Hyrule Warriors and Connor Stop opening soda when we're on the friggin' podcast. That,
2: that's not fucking me, fuck you, bucket. We're oh. professional.
0: <laughs> oh. God damn it, Aurora. Um anyway. So what about Hyrule Warriors? Have you played that? Yeah, I adore it. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Uh I have not played it, so you should buy it for me. Um
1: I see it really cheap used sometimes and like if you have any interest at all in playing a Dynasty Warriors game, um like it's definitely one of the one of the good ones to get started on.
0: Well I like Legend of Zelda, so
1: if you if you like Zelda and then I mean it plays nothing like any other Zelda. I know, game.
0: it's I played Dynasty Warriors and they're See awful. you probably not awful. you probably enjoy playing them for a long period of time. I enjoy playing them for like an hour or so, and then I'm like, uh, all right, I'm done.
1: Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> it, it it just depends on my mood. Um, I think the most time I've ever spent playing Dynasty Warriors was actually on my Vita. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's eight is really good. Uh, Hyrule Warriors is definitely really good. Uh, Warriors Orochi Three Ultimate on the Wii U, is usually like $10 at GameStop if you can find it, a used copy. Oh, nice. And that is a fucking amazing combination of like three different Dynasty Warriors series along with characters from uh, Dead or Alive and Ninja Gaiden show up. Right. And (laughs) um, it's just Tecmo and, uh, and Koei just throwing all their characters into a Dynasty Warriors game where you fight demons instead of Chinese warlords, and it's fucking crazy, oh, uh, and see. it's just super fucking cheap. So, if you end up liking Dynasty Warriors, you can you can get that too.
0: Yeah, I haven't played a Dynasty Warriors game in uh, about ten years.
1: Well, whose loss is that?
0: Uh, yours. It's all your fault. Uh, let's move on to Connor, unless you're unless you have more games you played.
1: Uh just go ahead.
0: Okay, uh, Connor, what games have you been playing? I've been
2: playing a whole lot of Titanfall and additionally a whole lot of Heroes of the Storm. So, you know, I'm pretty much trash.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean Titanfall I liked Titanfall. I never did complete the campaign because after the first weekend no one was playing the campaign.
1: <laughs> uh
2: ironically, that is all I play currently. That is so weird.
1: Everybody plays That is campaign. really weird.
0: Yeah, because like after the first week, I would say, like everyone just was like, multiplayer. And it was impossible for me to get into an actual game of campaign. So yeah,
2: I, I think a lot of people had that similar experience. Yeah. My issue is right now, if I'm sitting around playing games, like at some point, I don't just want to play attrition or capture the flag anymore. And campaign gives you a better random experience than anything else does.
0: Oh, okay. Uh. So and and here's what's from. How are you liking that? I know it's blizzard's answer to league of legends and dota which is funny but
2: uh better the community isn't completely toxic and i have a lot more fun with it
0: oh see i played heroes of the storm and i i sometimes just like killing stuff and like every single map they have is an objective match
2: yeah i like that too
0: yeah see i and i like it i just wish they had more of a just a standard league of legends or dota you know try to attack the base mode instead of oh i need to get these coins and give them to this pirate so that the pirate will fire uh a... cannons on something
2: i think it's fair that that's a pretty notoriously hated map
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh you know i i actually don't have that installed right now i played it when it first came out but and i've been playing and Kaitos, and i fixed my problem i was having last week aroa oh yeah so, apparently, having the dual-core option available in Dolphin causes that issue. Where the, the the game will freeze on a picture. So, if you turn off the dual-core option, it fixes it. That's really weird. It is really weird, but uh, it works, so I'm able to actually do everything. Alternatively, if the game is running too slow, uh, the fix they have for it is... Save state and hope it doesn't crash. <laughs> Thanks. That that helps turn out a ton. On,
1: turn on frame skip.
0: Yeah. Actually no, that doesn't work. Oh. It still freezes. But, but I, just,
1: I just meant if the game runs slow.
0: Oh, okay. But I've been like I wanted to play this weekend, but I've been busy this weekend and I hate it. I hate having a social life. Yeah, that sounds
2: uh Sounds awful. I got invited to a party the other day, started getting ready to go, and I was like, this is kind of, you know, effort. And I just decided, you know what, not doing it. I didn't do it, and it was great.
0: Friday I had to work out, and then I went to my sister's house, because she wanted me to go over there. And then last night, uh, my friend invited me to dinner at his house, and we played arcade games, because he has uh, Dig Dug and Asteroids arcade machines, because he's a dork. Yeah, and yeah, it was awesome. And uh then his wife made dinner and I fixed her computer. And then I went to my sister's house and it was like, oh, there's a lot of people I don't like and they're all drunk. Yay. So Yeah, I just wanted to stay home and play games, but I had to be social this weekend. Fuck that shit. And next weekend I am going to Portland to watch Gilbert Gottfried. Oh boy. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. So I'll be to...
2: Pay for a ticket and a plane ride for your old friend me?
0: No, no, I'm. I already paid for a ticket for my old friend Ricky.
2: Oh, okay. That doesn't sound like fun.
0: Uh, you you would probably be more fun, but you're also not in Oregon.
2: Yeah, I guess that's a point you bring up.
0: If you were in Oregon, you could come with us, and I would even pick you up and drive you. Ah, oh, so sweet. That's so, what I'm so kind of. That's what I'm doing to Ricky because Ricky doesn't have a car and he's like twenty nine. And right.
2: we should probably move on. Again, I have no show notes, so I don't know how to segue.
0: Oh, you don't know how to segue. So, um you like you like Gabe Newell, right? Yeah, I'm okay with Google. Uh so apparently and I I guess you didn't get the show notes even though I posted them in the friggin' chat twice. Uh Gabe Newell actually fired a Dota two presenter. I don't know if you heard about this.
2: Nope.
0: So there was a guy named James Harding, or 2GD, and he was one of the presenters and commentators for Dota 2, whatever, livestream shit. I don't know. I don't watch esports. And they basically, Gabe Newell called him an ass and fired him. And that
1: is literally what he what he said. He said, "James is an ass." In <laughs> yeah. The post. Yeah. Where go, Gabe? It says
0: we had issues with James at previous events. Some Valve people lobbied to bring him back for Shanghai, feeling that he deserved a second, another chance. That was a mistake. James is an ass, and we won't be working with him again.
2: So I, I really can't tell if you're like shitting me or not right now. No, this is no, tr- that this is, is true. I read the Reddit post.
0: Yeah. So, apparently, I don't know if... Do you know who this uh, James Harding guy is? Around? Nope. No, I have no idea. Well, I don't know either. I just find it hilarious that a CEO of a company is like, Yeah, he's a dickhead. Fuck him. It's because it's fucking Valve and Gabe doesn't have to give a shit. And calling him an ass is not slander. So nope. that's good. Or or I guess since he did on Reddit, it would, it would not be considered libel.
1: Yeah.
0: If he called him a liar and... and stuff like that, then it could be taken as, as libel, but
1: yeah, well, but yeah, well, so I'm a dick face. So yeah. I if I it's... ever,
0: if I ever have that, uh, chance to be a CEO of a company, I hope I act like Gabe Newell, except for not as fat. <laughs> just
1: Don't saying the he's, here. he's I,
0: I'm just saying he's, he's a bigger guy. I'm worried about his, his weight. Because it could lead to potential health problems. Just saying. So, let's move on. Yeah, Who cause... likes rumors?
1: Oh, it depends. Do you like... Are they, are they Apple rumors? No.
0: <laughs>
1: they are Nintendo rumors. Oh, okay. Well, sound sounds like they
2: could be fun rumors.
0: They are. Yeah. So, there's a bunch of rumors. I actually haven't read through this yet, so we'll, we'll all be new on this. So, there's some... NX Rumors. While this could be all a bunch of rubbish, the info included... This is actually directly from the post. The info included below, for what it's worth, much of this does... Info does line up with information we've heard from a separate source. Uh, The first bullet point is the NX has a wireless HDMI dongle that attaches flush to the back of the device. So... That's neat. I just hope there's no latency. That sounds fucking weird. Well,
1: Well, it... You're never on. not
0: gonna have latency. Uh, you can pull it out.
2: Of, oh, sorry. With the amount of data that you're transferring over HDMI, it's uh, you gotta have a pretty big bandwidth to pull that off the way right. that I, you're
1: trying to.
0: Right, right. Yeah, uh, you can pull it out and insert it into any display with a normal-sized HDMI output. Uh, NX uses an evolved version of the Wii U streaming tech to display in HD on the TV screen.
1: Say I don't believe any of this. This doesn't. This is stupid. You really um, think people just lie on the internet, though?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, everything you read on the internet is true. Everything. Right. So, for one,
1: how how would Nintendo be planning on having this be powered? The is old... it going, it, it would it would have to be plugged in somewhere. Somewhere. Now, chances are, if this was actually going to be used, it would be something that would be powered by the service USB port.
0: No, no, it's it's Nintendo. So what they're going to do is you unplug it and plug it in to charge every time you're done playing cuz you can only play for 2 hours.
2: Alternatively, it's Nintendo AA batteries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 17 AA batteries to run it for 45 minutes. Sounds yeah. sounds uh, good. No, no, this is
1: this is ridiculous and
0: Yeah. So those first 3, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I honestly would love to have a wireless HDMI, unless I and I highly doubt because you can power stuff via HDMI briefly.
1: It's it it. I don't think it carries enough power to do that. to to do all of that because it'd yeah. have to have it has to have whatever video codec they're using, which I, I'm assuming it's H. Two six four, probably, but it, it's um. They would have to have enough juice to decode that along with powering the Wi-Fi Direct.
0: Right. And... Um, let, let's move on. Uh, from what it sounds like to me, though, this theory is that it uses something similar to what they're using on the Wii U with the gamepad. Yeah. Uh, which, that might be... I, don't I mean i
1: if if they were actually going to do that, I wouldn't be worried about gaming right. through that like it would it would work yeah sure it's just that that seems like a really frivolous add on item that right. Nintendo wouldn't want to waste customers money on and Indeed. wouldn't want to ma- waste manufacturing costs on yeah uh,
2: so before we jump topics uh no no no, no, we're still, no there's we're there's still. a
1: lot more going on yeah but.
2: Okay, um I did have a question I wanted to ask then and it's okay. Would be a good time to ask it. I uh, imagine Nathan probably doesn't know, but oh you might. How much power roughly are we looking at uh, being drained if you're running Wi Fi direct like that? Uh, with enough bandwidth to do reliable H D content?
1: Um I I know that it uses it doesn't use much more power than Bluetooth low energy.
0: Yeah, know. I would think so, it would be similar to the uh, Chromecast.
1: A, I mean, you'd be looking at less than 500 milliamps.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, but, so that's not actually as bad as I thought it was. Yeah,
0: but the Chromecast yeah. still has to be plugged in. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Yeah the, Chrome, yeah, the Chromecast has to be plugged into a USB 2.0 port. So, I mean, that on its own uses obviously less than 800 milliamps.
0: Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. It, in, actually, it has that... Uh. That uh, it has that in a couple bullet points for the, for the first the next one is analog controls for movement have small motors in them for full haptic feedback if you control a character and hit a wall the sticks move away from the wall to simulate hitting it which that, that's, I no. I could see I could see that happening but no it just <laughs> well, it, for for one motors like
1: analog stick motors have nothing to do with being able to move an analog stick right like let me tell you what
2: happens here just having worked with this kind of technology before you're playing a game you hit the wall or whatever and the thing jumps back at you but you're still holding forward because why would you not be holding forward right you know that sound when servos start grinding against each other
0: that's what (laughs) would happen
2: that is exactly what happens and suddenly your thing breaks and you're like why is this cheap shirt why is the cheap servo not working anymore why yeah
0: they have some haptic feedback in, like, the Xbox One controllers in the analog sticks.
1: Really? Yeah. They have haptic feedback, but they don't have the ability to... And that's that's in the triggers. You're in the tri-
0: that's just in the triggers, yeah. Yeah.
1: But those are still just small uh, electric motors. Like, it's right. still not... It's nothing like what this is talking about, where the analog sticks have motors in them that move the sticks around in response to things that happen in the game. Like, I have seen that in. Yeah, uh, it, it's an arcade racing game. I think it's a NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, racing yeah, yeah. Game. yeah
0: I played that I've game. Seen it done yeah,
1: like that yeah, it does but, that. Granted, that they
2: have a lot more space to work with. They don't need to exactly. worry about your servos. Yeah, right. So,
0: like, I I doubt like, and these might just be prototype things that they're still working the kinks out.
2: NX stands for Nintendo Extra Large Arcade Cabinet. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I so basically the first four points we've just said probably not going to happen. And Uh, now this stuff coming up is just I. Well, go ahead. Okay, so Bluetooth Sync. I'm assuming, uh, with tons of uh, wait Bluetooth Sync with tons of devices, including smartphones and tablets. Uh, why
2: why didn't why am I connecting my smartphone or my tablet to my gaming system? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I the, I the next bullet know. point's even dumber. Uh you can answer phone calls and display text messages from your phone onto the NX screens.
2: Great, it's that thing that I hate when Comcast does at my parents' house. Watching <laughs> a show? Hey look at that, someone's calling. Hey look at that, Nathan, my screen is now telling me someone's calling. I can hear the ringer, not picking it up. Uh, Thanks. Like I honestly, this, could... this is on your
1: game screen. So imagine you're fucking playing. I don't know it's some kind of game that involves you know actually seeing what's going on, and then you get a little pop up in the top right corner. That goes, hey, hey, somebody texting you. Uh,
0: like, I could, if this first bullet point is true, where you could sync your smartphones and tablets, then I could see this next point actually being true.
1: Yeah, just but because, I just don't
0: know why it would yeah, be a thing. I don't either. Other
1: than, um, I could see it being a case of like, if you don't want to, if if you didn't want to buy additional game pads, you'd be able to use your phone as a second screen.
0: That would be neat. Um,
1: yeah, that that would be something that I could see them actually doing, because uh, the like the Jackbox Party Pack kind of introduce that whole notion of uh, having multiple people with their phones connected to a game. Right. So, right.
2: And I like that idea, just not for a dedicated console. It, I, I yeah. it, Nintendo's always been weird, so... And sometimes they're weird in great ways. Sometimes I'm not, they're weird in hella innovative ways.
0: I'm just... I'm not ruling anything out just because Nintendo is so weird with everything they've done. They're like, oh, those the everyone's moving to disc based games? Yeah, let's not do that. we well, are going to say with cartridges with up to like 100 megabytes of storage size? Yeah. I think the the biggest game they had was 64 megs or something Pro- like that.
1: Probably. I don't yeah, I much.
0: think Ocarina of Time was 64 megs. Anyway, uh it's going to be near, be near the hardware spec of the Xbox 1 which that makes I, sense. That makes yeah, sense I to me. Do yeah, that easily. Yeah, maybe may a little bit more powerful than the Xbox One. Uh, that's kind of the way Nintendo rolls: is that they release a system a year or two before the other companies, and they make it slightly more powerful. But then the n- new consoles come out, and they're slightly way less powerful. Yeah. So well,
2: Nintendo has a habit of, once the other consoles come out, they like to say, "Hey." We're releasing our revamped version or... yeah. there. Yeah. Game Boy Advance
0: S P Right. Uh it's saying that the same it's gonna have the same exact hardware layout as the PS4 and Xbox One, which would be I'm assuming they mean it'll run off X eighty six.
1: Well, they're probably just talking that it's gonna use that same AMD CPU that uh is in both oh, okay. the PS4 and the Xbox uh AMDC. minimum of eight gigs of RAM.
0: Yeah. That that would be good. That would be a good move for them.
1: Um I would I would honestly kind of be surprised if they if they went with this. Yeah. Um it it I, it would it, I would be happy about it, don't yeah. get me wrong, cuz it would be going back to what they did with the GameCube where they they played along with everybody else, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: um see and this kind of reminds me if if this does happen, like Nintendo's always kind of uh, went by their own stuff, basically. Like they had the Wii, U, the Wii, and the Wii U were just weird, out there things. Uh, the Nintendo sixty four wasn't very standard or anything, but nothing was standard in the nineties. Right. So the old frontier kind of reminds me of what happened with Apple back in two thousand five or six. Was it then? Uh, basically, they realized that they couldn't compete.
1: Oh, whenever they dropped PowerPC.
0: Yeah, when they dropped Power Motorola PowerPC and decided to go with that, you know, Intel basically x84 or x86 uh based architecture. Which is funny
1: because the Wii U and the Wii run on PowerPC architecture.
0: Oh, does it? Do they? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's hilarious. Um basically, from what I understand with with Apple and we're getting a little off tra- off topic is that They found out that the Power PC couldn't do dual core very well, and it would just—you know how how sometimes the P4, the Pentium 4s would catch things on fire,
2: (laughs) like houses or yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, That's basically what the Motorola Power PC would have done. So they they scrapped that and went with Intel. And so hopefully Nintendo does something similar, which would be good because it'd make porting games over to it way easier.
2: Yeah. yeah. um, I've I've had the chance to work with people who are making stuff for the Wii U. Um, I, my name was never on the credits. I never saw that project to fruition. And I could tell you, making games for it is kind of a pain in the ass. Their SDK is not user-friendly.
0: But they have such good games.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, when Nintendo not makes certainly. it. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Any game that can run on PlayStation 4 or Xbox One can easily run on the NX... With near zero modification, so easier to port, is is the rumor that it's they're just going to make it a lot easier to port over to the the Windows or the uh, Nintendo NX. Uh, You guys have any thoughts on that?
2: That is incredibly important for the longevity of the system and and the company as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, let's face it, Nintendo is not doing bad, but this has been an unusual time for them.
0: The last six years yeah (laughs) i mean they actually lost money a while back which was Mm -hmm. unheard of for nintendo (laughs) thankfully they have amiibo to keep them floating
2: yeah uh my roommate alone probably is paid for somebody's like yearly bonus (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. uh uh this is even more true if they oh so it's going to be easier to port android games or unreal 4 games
1: yeah i have no idea what that's supposed to mean I okay, don't know so,
0: so you can
2: Unreal and uh Unreal Unity a lot of these games, they do just straight up give you the options like what do you want to port this to? Oh. and for the most part, it's not universal, but for the most part you can just be like, hey, I wanna port this to my iPhone or whatever and it just
1: kinda of works. Oh okay. uh, yeah, so I it, just don't know what Android OS has to do with that.
0: Well, yeah, I actually it, I, I just like, want let me get to the next point real quick. Yeah, it said one about it I know, I know. But <laughs> this is just is this gonna make your point connor it says one third party dev says this is the easiest device we've ever developed for you just take your code compile it and it works
2: oh yeah that's pretty relevant then.
0: yeah (laughs) so that would be really nice and i think all consoles should be that way maybe that's just me uh
2: it is a little bit difficult just to be able to drag and drop i want to do this now kind of right architecture but we're getting there yeah no it's not impossible it's just hard
0: yeah, and and it really it's the tools that that are needed to do it, and it's it's actually a mixture of both. It's the tools, and then the hardware needs to be easy to port to. So the making them mo making the game consoles similar and streamlined will make it a lot easier to do that.
2: I'm I'm waiting for uh, you know how things get like standardized, universalized. Yeah, I'm just gonna end eyes at the end of things until I've made my point. Okay. Uh, we need that for game architectures. Indeed. We really do. Uh, we do. If we could be able to say any console we want, and then we need to read you know better define what it means to be a console. But I think that's probably going to be the next big step in gaming. Right. Is you know when somebody can treat architectures on different systems as always the same, it would be brilliant. It would be
0: great.
2: Uh, and the only thing I can think is like if you think back to the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, they had their strengths and weaknesses. You know, PS4 definitely made things look prettier than the 360, but god damn, it could not do water or really anything that was dynamic. The PS3? Did Did I say PS4?
0: Yeah. I meant PS3, yeah. I was Mm -hmm. like, I think the PS4 can do water, but, you know, people worked around that, and the PS3 is a very good gaming system. Except for when you try to play a a Bethesda game on it, because... (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's just it's great if and, what you're playing doesn't require memory.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, the memory management
1: on it was uh, atrocious, it's just non-existent. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, you have to remember. I think what the Xbox had half a gig of RAM and the PS3 had a quarter of a gig.
2: Yeah, it's no surprise people would be, you know, easy to shit on PC when right. it so clearly outrages everything. Yeah.
1: yeah. the The problem the problem was that. When Sony released the PS3, they didn't expect to leave any part of the OS running at the same time the games were running. Oh. And Microsoft had that planned out from the beginning, so there was a lot less that was required to be dedicated to the OS while you had a game running.
0: Right, and, um, and they actually upped the RAM in the later versions to 512 uh, megabytes, mm-hmm. so, kinda, that, kinda so that way you. they could run the operating system in the background easier.
1: Yeah. Um but I think on the three sixty you ended up usually having somewhere around like three hundred and fifty megs of RAM free for yeah. a game. Ooh, megs. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the PS three <laughs> the PS three had less than three hundred most oh, wow. of the
0: time. Uh so let's move on to the next bullet point. Look at Pokemon Go to get an idea of the social features that will be in the NX. So apparently, we're going to be able to pick up our NX, unplug it from the wall, and go outside and play games. Yeah, that, that's how it's going uh, to happen, right?
2: I've um, played around with this kind of idea before. You know, I've never done it, but I've seen people bring their uh, game consoles into Arby's and said, "Yeah, don't, don't do that. Nobody wants <laughs> to see that." You take up space, you be antisocial in an environment where you're expected to at least be there, you know? I I have I, a feeling what happens when people bring gaming consoles outside of the living room or the bedroom or the house is disaster. Somewhere, someone's going to encounter a fire and they're going to be like, hold on, I'm playing Dota.
0: So, my, my thing is, I think that what this means is it's going to be a lot more... They're going to try to be a lot more social with it.
1: And... Well, considering Nintendo's massive failure on that... Point other than with uh i mean miiverse is a good was a good idea but as Not far terrible, as like yeah, yeah it, it but it didn't do it it did the one thing that none of that that the ps4 and the xbox one uh don't do very well which is which is on the console kind of social interaction. Right. But the problem is that, that the Wii U doesn't interact with any kind of third-party social interactions. So, like, with the PS4 and the, and the Xbox, you can post shit to Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Right. And uh, the Wii U, sometimes you get the option to export a replay to YouTube. But this other nice. than that, it's everything's just
0: on Miiverse. Uh not
2: the PlayStation have a PlayStation World kind of thing with it?
0: It so it did have PlayStation Home. <laughs> wasn't that just
2: like a hub that you could Second Life around. It had yeah yeah I yeah. was gonna
0: say it's Second Life but it it got closed down. Mm, the the okay. only thing I actually <laughs> I actually liked PlayStation Home for one thing. They had a movie theater, and in the the game world, and I was able to go into the movie theater, and watch jo- Zombieland.
2: Yeah, see that sounds awesome. I would love to do that. Yeah, see that would be. Oh my god! Imagine doing something like that in VR. Holy right. shit! Why don't we do I, that right now?
1: I liked going around and and raping people with with this one dance move.
0: That's why we don't do it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why you're on that list. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be neat in in VR to have kind of a Second Life like thing like that where, yeah, it was. It was just one movie on repeat, basically, but you could still go down in there and sit in a seat and watch a movie, which yeah, was I mean, pretty we want to talk neat.
2: about like as cost effective as possible? I'm thinking like hell. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Go to the uh the 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 public domain and get movies from there. Mm-hmm. If it was a social experience, I'd I'd still hella do it. Or Connor, oh my god, advertising like
0: Connor, we need what? to we need to do this. All right, let's make it. Uh, we'll make a VR game. Uh, and by we, I mean you'll make a VR game because I don't all know right, programming. All right. Um, and all it will be is uh. Just, just like going, you know what we could do. So we can make it like a whole movie theater. You can go in there, and do they have they have public domain video games? Like Pong, maybe. Um,
1: there's stuff on archive.org.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go in there. Well, I was thinking we could like set up arcade machines in the in the game world, and you could go in there and play the games, and then go inside and watch a movie. I think that's. I don't, I don't know
1: how to tell you this, but uh, but that, that sort of already exists. What is it? Oh, but, in, but in but in VR in VR. Um, the arcade thing does exist.
0: Oh, does it? Oh, they yeah. don't. <laughs> Nobody's ever played arcaded Nobody plays arcade
2: games. Could it be in like in a, in a some sort of stadium? A stadium for your arcadium? Yeah, I'll just I show mean... myself out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh the next bullet point is really stupid. Strength of the device is its usability and ease of use. Wait. So wait, wait, is, wait, wait, wait. Its usability wait, wait. <laughs> and its usability? <laughs> yeah. That's that's exactly what it says. Strength of the device are its usability and ease of use. Excellent. I, I gonna feel gonna like the person who the wrote that is
1: really simple.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like the person who wrote that was like, "Hey, we uh, we need that report on our desk now," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let oh, yeah, me stop the teaser. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, easy to use and uh, usable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo NX. Uh, operating system named the Nintendo OS." It's very powerful and has many modern features of mobile operating systems. Not just
2: many. So many.
0: So many. How many?
2: So many. <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, that's why I corrected it. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I that makes... See, this is making me think that from the rumors, they're going to have... It's going to be easy to play... I mean, it says earlier, Android o- OS over. So get a lot of mobile games on there, too. I'm I'm wondering if maybe the whole
1: like take your games on the go kind of rumor was actually that the games run on an X eighty six Android OS.
0: Right. Uh, Nintendo is trying. Well, that's the next point. Uh, Nintendo is trying very careful to be very careful in showing it off for fear that it would be mistaken as running Android.
1: Which, it, I mean, it could be. Like, right. they wouldn't even have to tell anybody.
0: It could yeah, be a that, modified version of Android. Yeah. Um, it has very strong networking functions and as it ties into multiple devices and services. Uh, yeah, I believe that when I see it. Right. Uh, and this That's allows... what the Bluetooth
1: is for, Nathan.
0: Oh, yes, networking. Uh, this allows for a very competent and pervasive ecosystem designed to constantly involve the consumer's life. So they want to take over your life.
1: Alright, there is one question that still goes unanswered though. What's that? Does it come with a fucking Ethernet jack?
0: Did it oh yeah, the Wii U did not. No. You had to buy a third party one.
1: Yeah. I had to buy two because the first one wasn't compatible.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. I just used the Wi Fi because I hate myself.
1: The it, it, like I, I bought the Ethernet one. Both because i wanted I wanted to see if maybe it would go faster, which uh it it doesn't um but also to see if it would ease latency and smash and
0: it also doesn't I've heard that it does though sometimes
1: it it only works if you're playing with other people that are on ethernet oh okay otherwise it i guess it it like it simulates lag. For everybody with a low, lower latency, mm. so that everyone is as slow as the slowest person. Oh. That's a good solution. Yeah, that <laughs>
0: works. Um, no, and it says at the end, while this information is all unofficial and unconfirmed, it would line up with a lot of the industry rumblings about the NX.
1: Oh well, yeah, which is why it was made because they just made shit up that lined up with the, yeah. with the rumors.
0: So, some of these are. Uh, some of these might be true. I there's a few of them that we're all like, nah, maybe not. But we basically have to wait until later this year to find out. Yep. So look forward to that when we're like, hey, remember all those stuff we, that all that stuff we talk about? Nope. None it's of a, it is valid. It, it it's a new Wii. It's
1: it,
0: a new. It's we. a new Uya. Yeah.
1: It's the Wii Uya. The the Wiiya. It's woo woo yeah.
0: Nintendo is gonna come out and be like, "We're very excited for our new partnership with the creators of Uya <laughs> that shitty console that no one uses that Reeton has in his closet for some reason
1: it'll be able to stream to hitbox it
0: it uh it sits right next to my on live console <laughs> not even kidding, oh yeah, I
1: forgot you actually got one of those.
0: <laughs> my friend gave it to me, yeah, uh you want to talk about some more uh." pokemon stuff nintendo if we have to uh so nintendo S M uh sun <laughs> and moon has been announced so you kind of had my interest there <laughs> pokemon S M. uh who's going to get this mm, probably
2: not i i don't know enough about it i've been very disappointed with my last pokemon experiences right. i just maybe i'm getting too old for it maybe it's just they're different i don't
0: know Uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I won't be getting a Pokemon game until they come out with one for a console. i I will never do it, but... I I won't
1: bother until they change the battle system.
0: I like the battle system. You don't like Rock,
1: Paper, Scissors? It's not even that I dislike the Rock, Paper, Scissors aspect of it. It's just that turn-based battles that have no real element of strategy to them is just boring
2: right i, I like pokemon that. a lot as a kid like for the game boy or the game boy color or even the game boy advance those games are great and then around the ds it seemed a little bit like we were working with a an overpowered system on an undermined uh formula
0: right and i i don't know i love pokemon But I would really like them to bring I don't know why they don't bring it to the Wii U or a console or something like that, because or even the Wii when the Wii was out. Like, why they have these consoles that can play these RPGs and not everyone has a handheld console or wants to have a handheld console. But they're not gonna release them or have virtually any way of playing them. Except they did, of course, have the the Super Game Boy and then the uh, Game Boy Player for the GameCube.
1: Right. That was great.
0: Yeah, it was great. But there's other than that, there's no real way for us to play them on a, a TV screen unless we get a third-party console like the Retron 5.
2: Well, do you remember uh, Pokemon Coliseum? I think that was for GameCube. I, yep. I, I do I was that I wanted to see you're, more games like that and we just never got it
0: you're right you're right that they did have Pokemon Coliseum and I believe that with Pokemon Coliseum or was it Pokemon stadium for the n64 you could plug in they had a attachment where you could plug it into the controller and then plug in your uh, Pokemon Red or Blue into that. Was, yeah, it it was, was Stadium and too. Stadium 2. Yep. I
2: always thought it looked like a gun and I'm pretty sure it's still in my Lego box at my parents' house.
0: You should give it to me.
2: <laughs> you uh, doing some retro
0: gaming? Uh, I'm actually, and this is something that uh, Ricky and I uh, spoke about, and Ricky actually mentioned it. So There are nine wrestling games for the regular Nintendo. And so I'm going to review every single wrestling game for the regular Nintendo. By the way, like, all of them are shit. Every single one of them.
1: They're wrestling games. Well, even so.
0: even four wrestling games, they're shit. <laughs> like, there's one decent one, and all the rest of them are crap. So that'll be fun. Let's, so neither of you really have a big opinion on Pokemon and stuff, it's old. I don't think it's that it's old. It's that we're old. Yeah, we are old. Uh, man, sorry. I keep s- slapping my microphone. This next one's gonna be a big one, and then we have to talk about what uh, what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Any of you, either of you know what this is? It's yeah. Evil. It is evil. You know why it's evil? Because it's it was done without the public knowledge. It was done in such a way that basically benefits companies and might not help consumers very much. It won't. It won't at all. It won't help at all. But you know what Disney is doing? They are lobbying for the employees to donate their money for the TPP. That's not cool. So they they are trying to – They're it's optional apparently. According to them it says – Uh, all contributions are voluntary. Your contribution is important to all of us, but I want to emphasize that all contributions are voluntary and have no impact on your job status, performance review, compensation, or employment. Any given amount or the decision to not give will not uh, advance or advantage or disadvantage you. You have the right to refuse to contribute uh, without reprisal. Now, that's a lie. That's a blatant lie. There will be pressure for them to uh, Disney doesn't lie, contribute. ever. But my problem is that Disney is this multi-billion dollar company. And they're saying, oh, we're going to take money from our employees so that we can make more money. Well, it's, um... uh, I hate
2: to tell you this, but where do you think Disney loses a lot of money? Uh, exactly what the CPT is looking to prevent. Right it won't
0: prevent it but it's it's going to try yeah so what were you saying aro
1: well it's uh it's also partially probably that uh disney hopes that if they can convince their employees to donate to this they can then use that as leverage in convincing politicians to go along with it right by saying that hey our employees are in support of it
0: right uh I think this is complete bullshit, and every, yeah. everyone knows it. <laughs> PACs. political
1: action committees—isn't that what it is? What PAC stands for? PAC. Uh, yeah, PAC. It's. It was apparently called Disney PAC. Oh, okay. Um, those they should be outlawed. Right. Without a doubt. Um, this whole th- yeah, political action committee. Uh, Super
0: PACs should be outlawed too, but that's just me.
1: They should be. It's yeah, just, yeah. Uh, lobbies and all of this. You should be able to fucking... super
0: de- super delegates too. But let's not get into that.
1: All right. Uh, but yeah. Oh, fuck this whole thing. Um, fuck Disney. Uh, they they are just another one of those companies that like to leverage the whole gotta protect intellectual property uh, argument whenever. They're not in any danger of losing any kind of money from, from so-called copyright infringement.
0: So actually, Disney has, in the past, um, they've cha- they've changed copyright law quite a bit. Um, Mickey, uh, with Mickey, the, Ma- with the big fucking mouse. That is
2: the reason the mm-hmm. current, uh, whatever you call it, the time until something enters the public domain, is become so estranged. Yeah, it's, become, it's because of the fucking mouse.
0: Yep because Mickey Mouse should very well be in the public domain by now but because Disney keeps going and basically arguing no we need the copyright longer and everyone's like yeah that that sounds like a good idea you seem like a good company and yeah, yeah I ugh, this whole thing this pissed me off now the Trans-Pacific Partnership if anyone doesn't know is basically a trade bill where they're trying to get Uh, A bunch of companies, like uh, I think it's Australia, New Zealand, the United States. There's like 12 countries or something that will affect over 700 million people. And it would be the biggest trade bill ever created. However, it's been done behind closed doors without public knowledge until now, basically. And it is... uh, not a very good thing because it was done in private, so it benefits corporations a lot yeah. because it was lobbied for by a ton of corporations, Disney being one of them. And the uh,
1: Motion Picture Association of America, no. the Recording Industry Association of America, yeah, the Entertainment Software Association, all of which are just fucking terrible companies that shouldn't exist. Yeah. Now, from a software perspective,
2: I should be in favor of the TPP. Uh, when you say, yes, I want somebody to be able to treat my data differently than another, what that is essentially saying is, hey, I could put I could put this program that could be like saving lives or something on high priority. Um, that being said, what we are losing in the trade for this is totally not worth
0: it. Right. I, and I think it's, it's underhanded. and It's a
2: dick move that our government is doing stuff behind closed doors and saying it is in our best interest, but we right. can't yep. do anything about
0: it. Uh, my, my thing is it is not very good for them to encourage, hey, donate to this thing for us even though we have plenty of money to fund whatever we need. Yeah. So they're not you know... Disney's not losing money or anything. So, dumb. Now we're going to get to the big thing. We talked about it last week. Aroa wants to talk about it again with Connor. You hey. already know my position. I think that um, they, Apple should do everything in their power to find out a way to hack the iPhone. Uh, even if it's Even if they can figure out a way just to hack that one iPhone. I think they should just because, uh, you know, he could have been in contact and this could lead to catching more terrorists and who he collaborated with. Uh, Aroa is on the opposite side and Connor is playing Titanfall. No, I'm not. I'm playing Heroes of the Storm right now. Oh, okay.
2: Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm listening, man. Somebody else needs to start the conversation so I can get in. Like, yes, I do know uh, the, the whole situation of it all.
0: And I'm pretty sure I know where I stand. I kind of want to hear y'all's opinions I want to hear I
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, I'm multitasking right now. I'm really bad about that.
0: Okay, so therapy. basically the idea is this. Uh, Roe and I are on different sides. I am on, honestly, the FBI side, mostly. Uh, and Roe is on Apple's side. Because I... I think that um the the FBI might be at, at least right now they might have good intentions. Now that could change later on down the road, but right now they have good intentions to try to stop you know, terrorists and stuff. Uh Roa thinks differently. Which uh he can talk for himself.
1: Yeah. Uh so uh speak louder. Uh, sorry.
0: So basically, um,
1: the way I see it, the FBI, if they really wanted to, uh, they could get in to this information through other means. Um, It would take a long time, but they'd be able to do it. Right. Uh, The whole reason that the FBI is fighting for this is uh, twofold. One is just to make it easier in the future for them to break into iPhones. Um, another is to set a precedent, so that uh,
0: hey, hey, they said they didn't want to create a precedent.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, we can totally trust the federal government.
0: Yeah, always. <laughs> everyone should always trust trust their government, right. especially those Russians.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, we totally want to. We want to support the government that created a uh, a program that monitors all of our uh, telecommunications and, you know, uh, all of our internet browsing and all that. uh, Things that monitor Twitter for various keywords and then marks you as a possible terrorist if you use certain phrases. I just want to stop
2: you right there. That is not an FBI thing. I could write... Oh, no, it's not an FBI thing. We could write that in, like, 20 minutes.
1: I'm not saying it's an FBI thing or an NSA thing. I'm just saying that... It exists. It exists, and it's... I don't think that we should necessarily trust... A group that would that would support that kind of thing, with basically the the golden key to all iPhone security in in the world. Uh, there shouldn't be such a thing. It undermines user privacy and it undermines security on liberty. every level.
2: It undermines liberty.
1: <laughs> it so. uh, and it's just it's just not safe. Like iPhones are used. Not even at, not just at a corporate level, they used at a governmental level. Uh, fucking uh, Donald Trump uses a goddamn iPhone. Uh, it's, it's not something. Having, having access to something like that would be akin to there being out there some, well, probably exists, but a, a, a program or, some kind of method of breaking into any any Windows machine or any Linux box in the entire world. Yep, like it exists. Well, yeah. uh, I'll send you a link later. Well, fucking if if you just if you if you want to talk about getting onto a local account, you just fucking run a chant password or whatever a change in t password. Um, but the the key here is that it's it's getting into encrypted information, so it goes even further beyond that. Um, it's bad. Encryption is only really as
2: strong as the key used to encrypt it, and we could brute force that. Like, I'm surprised that isn't an FBI. Op- that's option. that's FBI what option.
1: that's that's what
2: they want. Um, yeah. So my stance on this whole thing is the reason why any any entity would ever want this is the law of transitivity, which states if from point A to point B is transitive, and point B to point C is transitive, then point A to point C is transitive. Now, why did I just say that word a whole bunch of times? What does it matter for? Well, if you could break into one iPhone,
0: you could break into all the iPhones. That's what that's a what rose point is, is that if that you're able to break in, if they make a backdoor for one iPhone, then there will be a backdoor for every single iPhone that's there.
2: Yeah, that is them saying, hey, you guys made good encryption, and for some reason we're not just going to break it. Do you want to chill the fuck out for a second? that's pretty much what they're saying there um, here's my thoughts if they're really looking for these records on telecommunications uh, let's let's use uh, another example have you ever heard the the internet may may good luck on behind seven proxies mm-hmm. you want to know why that's not a worry anyone who is seriously looking to go get to the root of something they could just go to that proxy provider and say hey give me a list of everybody who has used your whatever and they go oh, okay and they just give them the list. Yeah, it might be a lot, but you guaranteed it's one of them. They're yeah. by, if they're behind a proxy there, then just do it again. Eventually, you'll get exactly what you're looking for. Um, in telecommunications, it is even more simple. You say, hey, I have this phone with this address. It's kind of like a MAC address. I, I don't think it's called a MAC IMEI. address though phones, though.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. IMEI <laughs> or uh, I think it's called something else. It's always an IMEI. So, yeah.
2: so we got this thing. Hey. Tell me everything that has gone in and out of this. Telecommunications is probably going to be like, stopping terrorism? That seems legit.
0: Yeah, totally. So I will tell you exactly what happens, at least with the old job that I used to have. You get a phone call, and you say, hey, thank you for calling Dick and Dicks. We, we give you dick phones. Uh, what can I help you with? And the cop is like, hey, I have a warrant. I need to talk to someone so that I'm able to get this warrant settled and get logs on said phone. And you're like, okay, I'll uh, I'll patch you on to Greg, who's the COO, and uh, he'll help you out. And you Sounds like
2: a real cool person.
0: And you pass him on to Greg, and that's it. And Greg deals with it. So that is basically what happens is they, in, in bigger companies, they're going to have you to contact their legal team probably. Yeah, but yeah, they we you basically you just have them go. Okay, well that's cool. We'll uh, you know, you're the law, so I guess we'll have to deal with that. And that sure is out of my there. pay
2: grade. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, and that's what I would think is is that where they would want to go first to say, hey, we need these logs. But if also if they were using a different form of communication, such as uh, you know, Kik, Skype, something like that over on their phone, then they'd have to go and file that same warrant and go to Microsoft or the people who make KIK or Snapchat or whatever they're using to communicate.
2: And that's fine. This can't be your first time in bureaucracy though, FBI.
0: Right. They've, they've done it a bit. So, uh, are you, so let me, let me ask, are you on Apple's side or are you on the FBI side or do you not give a shit?
2: In this case, I'm totally on the Apple side. Um, okay. only because what they're looking to do is say, Hey, um, because we don't want, uh, because we want to be able to do this later, give us your keys. Right. And that absolutely, you know, as a business, they have the right to free enterprise. One of those threats to free enterprise is, Hey, if everybody knows our shit is now out there, they might not use our shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Which should be good, but I mean, uh, they have the right to it. I'm not saying I like their company. I'm saying I totally support their right to make money, by using people as a means to an end a lot. Right, mostly mostly Chinese kids.
0: You you don't like Chinese well, kids?
1: I mean, that's if you if you if you're gonna complain about that, you might as well complain about every electronics manufacturer in the country.
2: Yeah, my, my Samsung phone has children's blood on it.
1: Woo! Mm.
0: Yay, blood. Probably
1: probably got some like uh, some African people's blood on it too. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some conflict uh, metals in there or something.
2: The uh, crystal oscillator that runs the phone is actually a blood diamond.
1: There you go.
0: So that's that's it for the podcast.
1: This
2: has been the fastest podcast we've had in a while.
0: Not really. I mean, we've been on on the call for
1: a little over an hour. Little,
0: uh, about about normal. Yeah. So remember, everyone. You can follow me on Twitch at www.twitch.tv forward slash Twitter at twitter.com forward slash or at reeton, And you can buy my stuff. Actually, you can buy stuff from Green Man Gaming and then make me earn a 5 or 2% profit. Uh, so that would be nice. I, I don't think I've made any money off that because that won't ever happen. You can follow Connor at Twitter. Uh, it's at Nemesis0320 and Nemesis0320 on YouTube as well. Yeah, you can I've... follow Aroa. Now, Aroa is just at Aroa on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Aroa1337 on Twitch and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twice Finally I did got it. I, I did last week too. So, uh, we are going to go and we will see you all next week with hopefully more stories. More more stuff to talk about that isn't Apple. Because we've talked about it for t- two weeks. Yeah. Unless we find out that Tim Cook suffered a heart attack and died, in which case yeah. we'll probably we'll probably talk about Apple. Or that probably just happened because it <laughs> happened while we're recording the podcast.
2: Isn't that always happens? Like we close off the podcast, we're like, "God, tech news
0: every Sunday." <laughs> every yeah, everyone died. Uh, it, bye. Bye. Bye.